went to a sermon once a long time ago, and I remember the pastor said that the world recognizes those that have the most servants, but God recognizes those that serve the most. You know, we're all, we're all part of something, whether a family, a team, a community, um, whether your occupation, and you have these different worlds. And you want to be the best version of yourself in all those worlds. I thought of everything as training. Everything is literally, every obstacle that's been put in my way has only made me stronger um, and maybe more likely to be able to handle that situation or a similar situation again or prevent myself from being in any of those kind of situations. It's only made me stronger. And it kind of made me realize too, by based on people I've seen in my life, where there's been people I've seen that are talented and strong, but psychologically they're weak and they allow things uh, to get in their minds that they need to associate with the wrong people and ends up affecting them. And so it made me personally want to focus on my own psychology and make myself mentally as strong as possible. Um, you know, initially just for survivability, but now to uh, any way I can help, you know, especially my family, of course, but anybody around me, um, I want to be a good part of their lives. And uh, that'll end up making my life better. It's kind of like how if you do something for somebody and you tell somebody about it, you take away from it. But if you do something for somebody and you give that gift without reward, and you never tell anybody about it, it gives it like a superpower, like an exponent. It gives you chills down your spine. And, you know, being that, that better version of yourself and constantly improving, constantly uh, getting control of your mind, that's the ultimate battle. And when you reach, I think, the highest level of someone who lives in a state of, uh, I'd call it inner peace, for lack of a better term, but it's, it's fearlessness. Their mind simply becomes a tool. They no longer... Uh, you know, no free rent policy. They don't give that space to anybody unless they choose to. And they think about what is most important and what they need to do, or whether it's, you know, the task at hand and, you know, on a mission or a job, or whether it's doing something that's for the betterment of others. I always kind of thought the measure of a man was you take away his clothes, his food, his friends, his family, and what's left, and that's what he's capable of. And that we as individuals have to be able to look at ourselves and try to improve ourselves, because not only are you making yourself better for yourself, but whatever team you're on, you're going to be a better version of yourself for that team, and that includes your family, your friends, your community, anybody that you can help within your lifetime. And Everybody you meet, you should try to make a difference with. If you're 80 years old or 50 years old and you're on your deathbed, you look back how many moments did you live in the moment and embrace the moment. 
How many moments were you dwelling on the past and beating yourself up? And how many moments did you project future problems? And if you're, you know, if you actually add up someone's life and they, they spend most of their life living within the moment, embracing the moment for who they had around them and, and what they had and were grateful for it, they probably had a pretty good life regarding, regardless of circumstance. If they, uh, even if they were successful and they spent the whole time worrying about everybody else and everything else and, and what they used to do or what they think is going to happen, then they probably didn't have a very good life. If the world ended tomorrow, the first thing I would think is, why didn't I enjoy yesterday? I'm not a big fan of running. I actually would much prefer to just do squats and deadlifts, but one of the only reasons I run is I feel incredible afterwards. Now, if I jump in a cold shower or an ice bath right after that, and I get out of that, I feel even more incredible after that. I'm high on life, I'm like a little kid running around my yard giggling. And I think we could all use a little more of doing things that make us feel good. And sometimes you have to make yourself do something that's really hard or discomfort in order to have the contrast or the difference between now you feel really good afterwards. I went on a hike last week and, and I walked up a big hill and I walked back down and the scenery on top, I mean, I felt incredible. Uh, and I feel like that's living. And I've just noticed people, you know, they'll be, they'll be sitting in a house and someone turns the thermostat down two degrees and now they're cold and they turn it up two degrees and they're warm. It's because they're, they're so focused on their own comfort at all times that they never actually push their limits or put themselves in an uncomfortable situation. And really, I think the more uncomfortable the situation is probably the most growth. And that's where if you have the viewpoint that you look at your life as everything is training and everything is there to make you a better version for the next event or whatever else is to come up. Not to be fearful or paranoid or worried about something happening in the future, but to literally be the best version of yourself, not only for yourself, but for those around you, um, whether it's at work or your family or even just your friends, the better version you are. You know, if you have good energy going through you, that, that energy goes to everybody else around you. If you're a fearful person, people can sense it. If you're, if you're high on life, people can sense that too, uh, and it'll put them at ease. I think if people thought of their, their energy as money, they would only invest in the people and things that they would get returns on. Not tangible returns, not like someone's gonna give me free shit, but returns like this person's gonna uh, improve my way of thinking, um, they're gonna look out for me. They're going to tell me when I'm going off path or when I'm being led astray. And they're going to be truthful with me, you know, even sometimes when I don't want to hear it. And, you know, and I think that investment, you know, a lot of people invest a lot of energy into trying to make the world think they're cool or trying to make themselves feel special. And if they took that same energy, if you woke up every morning and you're given, you know, 100 energies, you're going to give 30 energies to people that don't know you and don't even care about you? Or are you going to give your energy into those that do care about you you're going to make you better? And you'll be able to take that energy and reinvest it. I believe that the only real freedom that humans have 100% is we are allowed to think whatever we want to think. And we choose what we put in our mind and we choose what we think about. I think that's also the next level of human evolution has completely to do with humans learning that the only thing they can control is what they think, feel, and do. And they'll quit trying to control everything they can't. And I believe humans are compensators, and so in every way they compensate and justify. And humans a lot of times will try to compensate for their own lack of control over themselves by trying to control everything and everyone around them. And if they simply put all that energy into controlling themselves, 
they'd be a better member of whatever team or family or community or anything they're part of. Be the guy on the side of the road who's begging for money and you don't really know his story, you don't know where he's come from, what he's done, what kind of things he's had to go through, and you'll just automatically assume that you're a better person than him when you have no idea. And you should just be focusing on yourself and making yourself the best version of who you are. Just because the better version of you, the better you are for everything in your life, and also the better you feel about yourself. Like I say, I think joy equals self-discipline. I think all of us, if we simply uh, woke up each morning and had a good morning routine and set ourselves solid for the day, and if we could accomplish one to three things outside what we were required to do that day in order to improve ourselves, you start finding joy within yourself. And you know, everybody knows their own inadequacies. Everybody knows what they want to improve on. And everybody's got a version of themselves they see in their minds that they would really like to be. And whatever they allow to stand in the way of becoming like that, um, they just need to chip away. And whether they chip away at the hardest thing first or the easiest thing, it doesn't matter. But, and then they'll start building momentum. And once you've got momentum, you can do anything. And a lot of us get distracted. And a lot of us, uh, we look for ways to find joy in our life and they're the wrong ways and and we never really start fresh and any day you wake up you can start fresh any single day of your life no matter what you did previous to that you can change your whole mindset you know I could be broken physically I could be beaten up I could be hurt but I'm not gonna let anything break me I'm not gonna let anything break me I wrote up this little six-phase meditation yeah first thing you wake up you think about all the people you care about and what that's doing is it's setting the tone it's setting the energy because that's what's most important we share times and experiences with people, and now that I'm 35 years old, I realize that uh, probably the best parts of life is when you got a fire pit going and some good food on the barbecue and good people that you really care about around you, and everybody's laughing, and you got some music playing in the background. Like, really, life doesn't get better than that, at least not for me. And uh, I mean, you got your ups and downs and highs and lows, but when you got good people around you and good food, life's pretty good. I think that probably goes across all cultures. Second thing is forgiveness. Now think about forgiveness. And first is the first you you know, if you first start doing this, you do this every day, you're gonna have a lot of stuff. And it might take you ten minutes to get through trying to forgive those you think have wronged you and forgive yourself for things that you didn't feel very good about doing or regret doing or bad decisions you made. Um, and once you get past that kind of the big bold stuff later on after you get, you know, doing this a couple weeks, you'll you'll uh you only have a couple things. You'll be like, yesterday, you know, I got a little upset. That guy cut me off the highway or, or something silly, you know. And it gets to where you kind of, you just kind of accept the fact. You, you took inventory on that. You accept the fact that, you know, those things are done and over with. They don't exist anymore. And you're cutting away that, you know, it's like a bad parachute, you know. Cut away the bad one, pull the reserve, or cut away that dead weight you're holding on to. Phase three, that's kind of about today. That's, uh, that's three things you're grateful for with your work life. Three things you're grateful for with your personal life and three things you're grateful for, for how you were created. And I know some of us are tall, some of us are short, some of us are fast, some of us are smart, some of us can draw, paint, sing, play an instrument. You know, those are the, that's what you look for. And if you got a job and you got someone who cares about you, you're doing all right. Uh, and if you keep yourself grateful for what you do have, maybe you'll quit worrying about what you don't have. Uh, phase four, that's three things. You know, you gotta brush your teeth, you gotta, you got kids, you gotta make breakfast, make lunch, you gotta go to work, you gotta do your thing. And there's, those are like the minimum requirements. You have to do those things. But whether it's writing in a journal at that night, taking inventory on in your day, whether it's you know doing this meditation every morning, whether it's getting a workout in, whether it's doing something that makes you feel good about yourself, whether it's like, hey, you know, I've been going pretty hard, maybe I need to just go to the lake after work today and walk around the lake. But it's one of three things that you'll do that at the end of the day, 
you will find joy in that self-discipline that you sit down and said, I accomplished those things. It could be even a project. It could be, you know, maybe you're turning wrenches doing a project car with your son, or maybe you need to paint the side of your house. But it's one to three things that if you accomplish at the end of the day, you're like, all right, I made today. I, I move forward with today. Phase five, uh, there's this thing they said that you overestimate what you're going to accomplish uh, by 50% a year, but you underestimate what you can accomplish in three years drastically. So this is just, it's, it's stepping into la-la land, dream land. Just kind of visualize yourself as you would like to see yourself and like to be in three years. Whether that's physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, um, the type of person you want to be. Um, you know, and preferably, if you're on the right path, you want to be an example for those around you. Phase six, this is uh, regardless of your faith or even if you are an atheist, you believe in God, Allah, Yahweh, it doesn't matter. Um, whatever your religion is, whatever your belief is, this is just faith that, uh, you know, there's whatever power beyond yourself that you believe in, that you have faith that all these things can come true and that you're on the right path. And you just step out of bed and start your day. And there's some more we can add to the morning routine, that's a whole thing, but this, this would be the first thing. This is setting the mind right, so if you didn't do anything, at least you set your mind right.